is going on everybody welcome into another edition of the daily energy newsbeat stand up here on this gorgeous thursday may 18th 2023 as always i am your humble correspondent michael tanner coming to you from an undisclosed location here in dallas texas joined by the executive producer of the show and the purveyor of the show and the director and publisher of the world's greatest website energynewsbeat.com Stuart curly my man how we doing today it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood and we got a heck of a show lined up dude we are. And for the two YouTube watchers that we've got, Stu is legitimately glowing behind him. I don't know what he's done with his lighting, but he literally looks like he's coming down from above to grace this show with his presence. And he really is. He's got a great menu lined up for us today. We'll start out in Oklahoma by doing Oklahoma says 13 major financial institutions are boycotting the oil and gas industry. That's kind of crazy. They'll lay out a list. Stu will talk about what's going on with with uh, oil and gas or banks divesting from oil and gas. Next up, California could face $50 billion price tag by 2035 to repair the grid for DER. According to studies, Stu will cover the lunacy out in California. At the next up, French Energy Report seeks the return of, quote, energy sovereignty. Um, this should come as a shock to nobody. Um, there's actually a crazy quote in here that Stu, I hope, covers. I mean, it's absolutely insane what they admitted to, to their own people in this energy report. And I'm, I dare people to think about if if we had to say that here, but Stu will cover what's going on in France. Newsflash, not good. Um, next up, in Japan embraces G7's gas support but companies may face long-term problems. As you can understand, Japan is a net importer of all fuels. So um, they're, they're, they're one of the largest swing players on the market. So Stu will cover what's going on in Japan. And then finally, back here abroad, New York gets tough with owners of natural gas plants, forcing some out through businesses. And is in classic Stu fashion, he adds this to the title, customers will pay through the wazoo. So <laughs> Stu will cover what's going on with the natural gas plants in New York. He'll toss it over to me. I'll cover why oil was up $2 today, mainly just due to some some macroeconomic fears that were lifted today based on some debt ceiling discussions. Um, and then we'll cover quickly what happened um, with the EIA report and some of those numbers. Um, and then once you get on out of here and start your week, guys, but before we do that again, all of this stuff is courtesy of the world's greatest website, energynewsbeat.com. Um, you can hit the description below and also find all of the stories that we're about to cover here. Um, Stu does a great job of curating that website to stay up to speed with all of it. Subscribe to our Substack. Check out the, the the interview podcast that Stu does. You can find it on the same feed if you just scroll down a little bit. Um, you can hit dashboard.energynewsbeat.com. Um, it's our data energy news combo where we're trying to put everything into one kind of single application, as we call it. Get it while you still can. Definitely going behind a paywall soon. So um, be prepared for that. But I think I've, I think I've said everything, Stu. I'm out of breath. What do we want to start with? I'll tell you what. Let's go to Oklahoma. Uh, love me some Oklahoma. Uh, I want to give out Steve Reese and his gang up there. Uh, Reese Consulting, great LNG. Steve Reese. Uh, love Steve Reese. Love Steve Reese. Hey, uh, Oklahoma State Treasurer has issued a list of 13 financial institutions that he says are boycotting Oklahoma and gas industry and shouldn't be allowed to do business in the state. Michael, doesn't that sound like a little bit like Texas? <laughs> it does sound a little <laughs> bit like Texas. Okay. Uh, I love it. The title of the article, yeah, we well, pretty much covered that. Okay, so last year, the lawmakers targeted financial institutions and investment managements with environmental, social, and governance. Oklahoma, they call that ESG. 
And, and so, you know, uh, it's kind of interesting. That list is BlackRock, Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, Grosvenor Capital, Lexington, Firstmark, Touchstone, uh, William Blair, Climate First Bank. So you sit back and look at that. That is pretty amazing. Here's a quote from Russ. Uh, Russ is a good dude, by the way. The energy sector is crucial to Oklahoma's economy, providing jobs for our residents and helping drive out economic growth. It's essential for us to work with financial institutions that are focused on free market principles and not beholden to social goals that override fiduciary duties. Kind of like it. Yeah, I was shocked to see JP Morgan on this list, if only because Jamie Dimon's come out very much in favor of non-ESG, at least what he's done before Congress. So that shocked me a little bit. Seeing BlackRock, seeing BlackRock on there didn't shock me. Climate First Bank, shocker, not going to lose any sleep over them. (laughs) But uh, I'm glad that uh, One Oak was not not One Oak, but... um... Uh, the Oklahoma uh, bank up there is is not oh, on. Be, be okay. Be okay. Bank. Thank you. Bank of Oklahoma. Thank you. Of course, it, they better not be. They've got they, way too much money invested. They they have to be on that. They, if they, they were on this list, we'd pack up and go home. Oh yeah, I'd have to sell my places. Okay, uh, let's go. Let's go on to the next one, Michael. I just I I love anybody. Hey, I love me ESG, but let's do it reasonably. Okay, let's go here, California. I love my favorite state of knuckleheads. California could face 50 billion price tag by 2035 to prepare the grid for DERs, study finds. Distributed energy resources is what DERs is. That means uh, it's three investor-owned utilities have to pay in $50 billion, barring additional measure, measures to reduce cost or manage load, a new study found. Yeah, I mean, that's $4.1 billion a year. And right. the question is, okay, with that money, which is definitely probably going to have to get spent, is the grid even going to be better? The answer no. is no. You know, the, nothing's going to change with the quality of their grid. You have to spend that money just to maintain the terrible quality of the grid. Oh, yeah. And it's not got no plan. Uh, There's a couple quotes in here. While PG&E has not fully reviewed or vetted the studies analysis and findings yet, the utility is spending more on capacity and expansion than ever, including investing nearly one billion dollars a year in capacity upgrades between 2015 and 2021. They're already doing everything they can. And because the renewables don't fit on a grid very well, it's like rut row. Uh, our capacity investments have increased over the past three years and continue to grow. We want to invest $15 billion in capacity. Here's the only thing I got to say. What about that high-speed rail that's in California that is now... I think $30 billion over budget and it's still not on time and it's barely even permitted. <laughs> Classic California. Yeah. How about that? What? $2 billion toilet. Okay. Let's go. I want to be a con. We got to figure out a way to be a contractor on that project. We'll, we'll submit, we'll submit a couple bids, see what happens. What's next. What for the toilet or the power grid? Whichever one you thought of. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> Blush twice. It's a long way to the bay. Okay. Speaking of toilets, let's go on to France. <laughs> ooh, smack. Ba-dum-bum. Sorry, um, not sorry. I uh, I don't know anything about uh, French people, so. 
that's uh, my French imitation is even worse than Putin's French energy. <laughs> Uh, report seeks return of energy sovereignty. France used to be, Michael, the number one exporter of energy in the EU. Now that they have spent no money on their nuclear fleet, again, 51, 52 nuclear reactors, they're only using 25% because of maintenance. It's insane. It's insane. I love this quote. I'm not going to read this in French because I can barely speak English, Michael. Um, the French parliament uh, published a report entitled uh, opening it. So, you know, I, I can't even pretend to say that. Everybody go to Energy News Beat and read it. But I love it. I can come down in here and say how what led to the situation uh, described as a total loss of energy sovereignty. And how did the country go from a leading energy exporter to former high commissioner for atomic energy? Yevs Breck uh, described as a, quote unquote, headless duck. Well, listen to this. It gets even more insane. So the opening of this report says basically that the only reason that they didn't they avoided blackouts this winter was through a combination of lower industrial output and a decline in comfort levels of ordinary decisions. I mean, straight up admitting it. So it's, I mean, I'll, I'll applaud them for at least stating what happened. You know, they're not lying to their people. I think the issue is, okay, if you're France now, what do you do moving forward? You've got to react. You've got to turn on some of those nuclear reactors. You have to. You can't can't, because they've been maintenance, unmaintenanced. And now they're uh, the water pipes are rusted. They're not they can't even use them now. It's it's going to cost more to put them back online. This is like California, stupid. Um, One of the I'm uh, sorry, Uh, even Scooby would go. Uh, Scooby's freaking out over this. Oh, yeah. Scooby's going to lose his French uh, Scooby croissant, you know, instead of a Scooby snack. Okay, final energy consumption in France. You have oil and refined products, Michael. When you go down and you see that chart on there, um, we may have to have our producer slide this chart in here. Oil and refined products is over 50 percent of their energy. Yeah, it's not good. That's not no. good. No, we. Yeah, it's not good. That's way too much oil. You need. You, they got to get that on natural gas. It's absolutely insane. I, oh yeah. Uh, uh, I will. I won't be visiting France anytime soon. Okay. Underlying second cause. You always love your second order magnitude things. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're seeing a real call for the EU as an organization to be dissolved. And I think this this is only one of the underlying reasons you're going to see this come around the corner with energy sovereignty in a nation. A nation has to have energy independence and borders in order to survive. This is going to be the demise of the EU. Anyway, interesting. Yeah, you heard it here a second. Okay, (laughs) let's go to New York. This one cracked me up like you wouldn't believe, Michael. New York gets tough with owners of natural gas plants, forcing some out of business. Consumers will pay through the wazoo. Yes, you caught me. I did put that consumers will put pay through the nose on the wazoo. I'm sorry. The wazoo fits on this one. If the wazoo fits, use it. So. The South Bronx may be stuck and they they use older technology power plants 
they've got their older plants. So they're, it's okay to go ahead and pollute the Bronx. That is offensive. But everywhere else in New York where they're using cleaner natural gas and they have to import it from Russia. Yep. Don't figure that out. And then blood gas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you let the regulation required peakers. You said peakers uh, to stop, adopt stringent pollution controls by 2023 and 2025. Those couldn't retrofit their plants to comply with lower allowable emission rates forced to retire. To date, the State Department of Environmental Conservation says some 37 plants have plans to retire many after 50 years of operation. Hey, I'm all about retiring them, getting them out of there and everything else, but let's have an orderly plan instead of no natural gas power for you. That means no power for everybody the way it's done. I mean, the power Nazi, remember the soup Nazi out of Seinfeld? Uh, yes. Yeah. No power for you. You know, holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to, I mean, I'm not somebody that wants to live in New York City to begin with. So you're not going to you're going to catch me trying to, you know, find an apartment in New York City. I do think what they're doing is insane. You talk about one of the most densely populated areas in the country and they're trying to move to offshore wind. Talk about oh. killing the whales. So they they obviously they're with me in New York. They just kill the whales. They'll end up on they'll end up on whale oil again. You want to talk about I, that's how I think we solve the problem. Just okay. put New York City on whale oil. There are some consulting firms out there that you're very well aware of, and they are now focusing instead of on ESG, but diver energy diversity and inclusion. And if you want to talk about energy diversity and inclusion, you're going to burn down the Bronx by using old coal uh, power plants. That to me is even offensive. I mean, you're sitting there and you're not doing it right for the um, disproportionately impacted community of the Bronx. Stinks. Thanks. I just wanted to get off my two cents. All right. We appreciate it. I feel better now. <laughs> Whoa. Well, you're, you're, you're legitimately glowing. You look great. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> you got anything else? Nah, man. I have Scooby and I are going to go talk and have a Scooby, Scooby croissant, as we say. All right. Well, I'll quickly cover finance, guys. Oil traded up about 2%. I'm currently sitting here uh, 72, 76 as we record this about 615 here on the 17th. Um, I, I think, the, you know, part of the reason we were up mainly was the fact that uh, negotiations in a month long standoff, it looks like there was an agreement on the, the, the debt ceiling. Stu, did you what did you hear on really the debt ceiling from you're more tapped into politics for me then? Is it, I, is it? I was uh, trapped uh, all day. Uh, I know that it is a crock of crap, the politics in the United States right now. Specifically around trying to get this debt ceiling raise. I mean, to give you an idea, we're sitting at a $31.4 trillion debt ceiling. That's okay. Nice. Uh, you asked me a question. I'm going to respond. Yes. It is $97,000 per person in the U.S. for the U.S. debt, and it's $247,000 per taxpayer. All of a sudden, you sit back and kind of go, hmm, that's some discrimination based on taxpayer. I'm feeling violated right now as a taxpayer is everything I've been paying. And these chowderheads in our government are overspending, and then they can't even get to a party to sit there and go, we want to raise the debt ceiling. Cause I gotta go have some ice cream and and change my depends. This is terrible. 
Thank you for letting me rant. Yeah, no, I mean, sing it. It's absolutely insane. And what's crazy is this, you know, hopefully this determination to read it, to reach a deal soon as Reuters would tell you, spurred the oil markets. And that's really what we're seeing. I mean, we saw crude oil inventories rise, set 5 billion barrels week over week, which normally would send prices plummeting. But instead we see 2% because everything goes as the economy. We really are teetering from a from what I say, the vibe has turned into a recession. That's what's coming. I think the tide has turned a little bit, in my opinion. I think people are expecting rates to continue to rise in order to see unemployment continue to rise. But I do think we have entered and are entering a recession. It would be pretty interesting. And you remember how long I've been saying we've been coming to a recession? Yeah, the boy. Yes, okay. we know for, but, for, for, for five but, years we've been coming into a recession, Stu. All right. I'm going to change my prediction. We are coming into a intentional depression. Ah, you're going the D word. I'm going the D word, dude. This is now intentional. Okay. Okay. Well, let's, let's get you voted on first to uh, the federal reserve. Let's get you on the board of governors. I I, I could, I could change this around, Michael. Early 2024. Nah, no, I got too many skeletons. No kidding. Um, you got anything else? What should people be watching out for? (laughs) Um, Stay out of politics. your candidacy for president. Yeah, yeah, no, I ain't running for no office. Uh, We need some people, though. Holy smokes. Yeah, just not me. Um, Just not me. Um, We'll let you guys get out of here, though. Um, We appreciate all of our fans, Michael. Yes, we do. Uh, Feel free to email us questions at energynewsbeat.com. But we'll let you get out of here, guys. Thanks for Stuart Turley. I'm Michael Tanner. We'll see you on Monday, folks. We got weekly recap tomorrow, so you'll hear us then. We'll see you Monday.